Hi, this is Tony Lloyd. Interviewing people for many years has made me realize that everyone has a life story to tell. Be they sad, amazing, or even inspirational, I want to bring as many human stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd. Okay, today I find myself in a juice bar (laughs) in London. Uh, talking to a young lady called Amanda Alexander, who is an actress. Welcome. Thank you. And very nice to talk to you. Um, And welcome to Human Stories. Now, I want to know all about your life. So tell me a little bit about you as a person, first off. Okay, so uh, first of all, uh, I'm currently uh, a mother, three young children, and I am an actress. I work as a voiceover artist and I also create a comedy character called Felicity and uh, I'm also a practicing Buddhist and have been for a good 16 years. Oh wow, but I must say to the listener that you're not in one of those gowns at the moment which sort of conjures conjures up a Buddhism to me. Well I I practice um, Nichiren Buddhism which is a lay Buddhist movement, it's part of the Soka Gakkai international movement, Japanese Buddhism. Um, You might be familiar with a person in the industry that has been chanting this Buddhism, it's uh, Nam-myoho-renge-kyo. No. And uh, (laughs) a lady called Tina Turner. Oh yes. uh, Who made a film about her life and uh, yeah, it's it's been an amazing practice for me and uh, deeply philosophical does it help yeah it's been um, that's the idea of most religions isn't it and uh, practices you know to improve your life or to help you feel calm or cope or whatever yeah so it's enriched my life in fact uh, most recently having an interesting challenge with um, some uh, house improvements and um, rather than being at the mercy of uh, a very difficult situation I've been able to understand it on a much deeper level and not suffer about it not be a victim over it and um, use it actually as a springboard as an opportunity to um, to self-improve so in this in this Buddhist practice it would be called the term would be human revolution doing that inner transformation rather than blaming your environment or a person in front of you, pointing the finger outwards, um, but then turning the finger to yourself and kind of going, what do I need to change uh, in order to be happy and not suffer? Wow, that's fascinating. Um, so you're an actress. What's, um, how did you get into acting and um, how old were you when that happened? So I, I started at school like many people doing plays, productions. I had the acting bug from, as you know, very young. Um, I'd say probably at um, nursery, I loved the idea of performing and the, the feeling you would get from in entertaining an audience. Were you a bit of a show-off? Um, I wouldn't say a show-off. I just loved the, the, uh, the relationship between oneself and the audience and giving something and then the audience you know, getting something back. <clears throat> so I then went on to college and did performing arts. Then I went to drama school and I graduated. I was 21 and my first job was touring the continent, Belgium, Holland, Germany, 
Luxembourg uh, for a year doing wow. a one-woman show. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Paid? Uh, paid, <laughs> of course. Fantastic. Yes, I didn't do it for charity. No, and of course not. No, it no, was, <clears throat> but it was my first job. And I remember my dad, I was touring around with one other guy who was the roadie, the, the driver. In fact, I was driving as well, but he was also... Um, playing the instrument I was singing in the show I was it was audience participation I was bringing people out onto the stage improvised mainly although there was a script and it really armed me with tremendous skills to kind of uh, have a command on stage on my own and I don't think I realized then I think I thought slightly kind of um, begrudgingly as an actress oh I, you know it's, I haven't got a job at the RSC I haven't got a job at the National Theatre but I now realise that it it was a really big clue as the type of performer that I am that I'm good in front of an audience um, on my own and um, using all of those kind of comedy skills and that has pretty much taken me up into my life now so is that your specialism comedy um I, I love comedy and I love drama and, and serious roles, but I think there's something really rewarding about sharing humour. Mm, making people laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, I love physical comedy and, um, you know, lots of, uh, lots of influences, anything from, you know, Julie Waters to, um, you know, Rowan Atkinson, um, it, yeah, I think physical comedy is, um, I think it's having a revival, and so... So could you call yourself Mrs. Bean? Yeah, I think Felicity, <laughs> the character that uh, you are aware of, and hopefully yeah. your audience might be aware of. I was going to ask you about Felicity in a minute. Yeah, um, she's a very kind of socially um, <laughs> relaxed, she's not sort of... Um, uptight she's very um, uh, she's quite sort of youthful in her spirit although she's probably around her mid 40s she's eagerly looking to meet a man she's very much of a um, uh, middle class or I should say probably high society um, background and uh, I don't think she has brilliant um, life skills. I think she's, she's probably had quite a sheltered background. And so she goes out gung-ho, meeting anybody, any um, industry or uh, working environment, looking to get tips on how to meet a man. Fantastic. And presumably she's unsuccessful. Yeah, that's the kind of the, 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 the lovable part of her, that although she is unsuccessful, currently uh, she's never defeated and what I really I guess my, part of my inspiration um, for her was to really convey this spirit of never being defeated no matter what and I uh, although when I had my three children and in fact prior to that when I got married I was offered a, a big job in the West End which I couldn't take because we got married on a certain day of the week and for many years I felt really 
um, upset about it, really struggled about losing that opportunity. And then Did that come between you and your husband? Um, he might say yes, <laughs> and I think I might say yes. And Have you forgiven him yet? Yes, I think we've moved on. Um, in fact, he often reminds me that you know, very soon after we got married, we had three children in three years, and I suppose that wouldn't have happened if I'd taken that job. And now I can believe that everything is happening as it should, is unfolding as it needs to. And, and now it's very much, my children are still young, they're eight, seven and five, but I'm starting to revive my, my career. It's funny, I don't know if, how you feel about it, um, but uh, I find that life has a habit of sorting those sort of things out. There's a right time and a place for everything. And sometimes it's a disappointment, but there's a reason why it didn't happen at that moment. Do you find that? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, in fact, very pertinently, that struggle that I felt, because I'd always wanted to work in the West End and having been offered that job and then struggling about it so many years, it then really... Um, made me want to work harder to to get work on my own at one point there was I think there was a turning point it was probably about October last year where I had this realization that I didn't want to be at the mercy of my own um, uh, poor me mm. and that then it, it was the beginning of really taking control of my creativity I started contacting voiceover agents I started making these comedy shorts and um, having a different mindset and you know orientating my mind towards uh, dare I say it a glorious outcome rather than a, um, a victimhood you're listening to human stories with me Tony Lloyd talking to actress Amanda Alexander about her career and her life say to somebody listening to this who's thinking about getting into acting and um, obviously the acting profession is very tough everybody knows that and um, what would you say to somebody thinking about starting out well I I have an amazing good fortune of looking after and um, mentoring and teaching uh, postgraduate students uh, at the Performers College um, in, in Essex and I love my job there, and I love the students, and they're all very ambitious and keen to have a career. And I, I say to them, obviously, you know, work hard, but one of the things I believe is that to really cultivate a, um, a solid self. And I think when I was at drama school, we didn't have that kind of mentorship. We had just kind of get out there, you know, be, be brave, um, you know, do lots of um, inner um, graft and let's break you down as a human being and then we'll just throw you out into the, into the acting world. And so I feel a bit of a responsibility to these young students to really help them become strong, capable young people because when you go out there to get a job or to meet casting people, all that you have is yourself. So you go out and meet people, you can't um, 
you can't doubt yourself, who you are. You may not be right for the part, and obviously nerves happen when yes, you... It must be very easy to have your self-confidence dashed. Yeah, I mean, I've had times when I've gone to meet very um, prestigious directors, uh, writers, even fairly recently, and I've come away thinking, oh, goodness, and, you know, he's just a person, and, and um, you did a great audition, but you still had that sense of being nervous around them. And I think, you know, ultimately we're human beings having a human experience, and we need to engage with each other with, with a sense of, like you said, self-worth. So my, my advice would be, obviously, cultivate a strong self, keep going. One, one big story of mine, or I hope is part of my legacy, is that I never gave up. You know, I had my children, it was exhausting as a mother, having three children that are three years apart in total. And at times, there were moments where my mind talk would say, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen again. You're never going to, you know, it's just not going to happen for you. Forget about it. Just, you know, get a job as a, I mean, no, no, not to denigrate teachers, but I was doing some teaching work in secondary schools. And I really, it was painful and I cried a lot. And then just like I said before, one day I just thought I, I can create my own future. And um, platforms, in fact, including Facebook. Uh, so I have a, a page on Facebook, a business page called Barmy Buju, um, which is, uh, the Buju is B-E-W-J-U, and uh, it's really a reference to uh, obviously being Barmy uh, and being proud of that, and the Buju being that I originally was born into a Jewish family and that now I practice Buddhism, so yeah, that's, uh, but what I, would, what I wanted to say about those platforms is that they're useful although many people can uh, can be disparaging about Facebook and it's you know compulsive and not very useful actually I've met some very um, interesting and influential industry people uh, it is it's an old old you know uh, expression of networking which I hated as a young actress. But behind a kind of platform of on your phone, on a tablet, you can, you can connect with people, you can you know, ask. I, I think that's really important to dare to ask. You know, would it be okay? I mean, I met um, a fabulous industry person, Russ Kane, who um, uh, was very um, generous in terms of doing a little comedy sketch and Ronnie LeDrew, who um, again had to ask him via Facebook channel, um, would you be happy as Zippy to um, to do a video? And yeah, it's and then it and then it snowboards in that way. It just kind of it's an important tool, isn't it? All those platforms, um, as long as you use them properly and you understand that some of the downfalls uh, using them as well, of course. Okay, that's fantastic. Um, thank you very much. How do people find out more about you? Um, what's your website and everything else you'd like to get people on? Okay, so my YouTube channel is uh, all one word, no space. So even when you Google it, if you uh, type in follow Felicity, usual spelling, and uh, you uh, should hopefully come across 
a very wacky looking lady with a shower cap on her head and uh, a good sort of 30 or so videos of me interacting with various um, interesting um, men and women and I'm looking towards developing uh, little episodes of first dates for Felicity and I'm scripting and writing and developing a, um, an idea for a TV series. Okay. Why not? Why not indeed. How um, would Felicity, what would Felicity say about this interview with me? How would she say it in her voice? Um, oh, right, okay. She, uh, she would say, uh, oh, yes, Tony, uh, it's been amazing. And uh, um, I've really enjoyed my time with you. And so, yeah, uh, get in touch. <laughs> Fantastic. Amanda, Alexander, thank you very much for talking to me on Human Stories. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd.